So hey guys, welcome back to Into the Studio Season 2 and also recording this on the first day of Pride Month, which is Happy Pride. very fitting. Um, so we have a really fun episode lined up for you guys. My name is Matt. And I am Orion. And uh, yeah, we're here to talk to you about gay stuff. So yeah, today's episode we're talking about Steven Universe, and if you're a part of the Steven Universe fandom or know anything about Steven Universe, it's like it's one of the one of the LGBT latched on mm-hmm. shows, you know. Um, there is a good amount of like positive representation. Like we got non-binary characters, mm-hmm. we got like, um, like. <laughs> there's a lot of lesbians yeah space lesbians <laughs> yeah so um, i had to like go back into my, like my high school mindset i was like steven universe well i mean like, I, re-watched I watched it it's okay i watched steven universe feature like fairly recently because that's when i came out and then the movie and all that but um yeah so let's get into it so everybody knows garnet if you don't garnet is a fusion of two different gems sapphire and ruby thank you um Two lesbians becoming one lesbian, essentially. Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it that, but yes, <laughs> it, it counts. It counts. It counts. Um, throughout the story, we kind of meet them. Um, they were one of the first fusions, and there was like um, a manhunt for them, essentially. Uh, well, okay, fusion is very taboo mm, um, in that the Stephen Universe world, or was. Um, and when sapphire and ruby first fused it was seen as like basically like an an abomination Mm -hmm. and very bad but they loved each other and like cared about each other like very 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 much so they were like no like i want to keep staying fused like Mm -hmm. this is who we are um and then you know garnet has that banger of uh stronger than you um there's also one of the other main characters, Pearl, and Rose. We meet Rose only through flashbacks, if you're unfamiliar with the series. But Pearl um, and Rose had a thing yes. going on. Like, um, I do like Pearl's character development mm. because it, it it's very much like, in the beginning, like, pining, toxic, mm-hmm. like, codependent, whatever. And then she's kind of, she just evolves into being herself. Um, and independent and just kind of like, yeah, no, fuck, fuck Rose Quartz, fuck Pink Diamond, because as we find out, Pink Diamond, uh, is the worst gem ever. <laughs> like, fuck Pink Diamond. Yeah. Uh, wait, are we allowed to curse? Yeah, we're, we can say fuck. <laughs> okay, fuck I Pink Diamond. <laughs> I wouldn't get too vulgar, but we are allowed to cuss. Um, and then there, they, like, there's also the controversial, um lapis lazuli and jasper Mm. um thing going on where they is it malachite um malachite's the one with the triangle nose right i can't remember but um lapis and jasper fuse uh well lapis fuses with jasper to keep her like at the bottom of the ocean Mm -hmm. um and there's so much trauma touched upon like that lapis visibly goes through and it's uh, it's controversial because like it shows like a really really toxic dynamic um mm-hmm. but also i think that's just something that needs to be talked about in general is like 
very codependent toxic relationships and that definitely shows back up when lapis and peridot have like a cottagecore lesbian thing going on like they live on like a like a barn they fill it with stuff they like have like a farm and all that stuff um and it comes to the point where peridot wants to stay on earth while a bunch of stuff is happening there's a possibility of another war like gem earth war um lapis essentially gathers the entire barn that they live in and shoots himself off into space completely just because Peridot and because Peridot didn't want to go like Peridot took some other stuff and like stayed out um yeah it there's a whole there's a whole thing that went on with that oh my god um but I feel like Steven Universe has a lot of dynamics that start off bad, but then are mm-hmm. learned to, like, you know, communicate your feelings. And, like, especially with things like um, gems where they don't follow, like, human societal rules. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd argue that Peridot is pretty autistically coded. <laughs> yeah. Um, a non-binary lesbian icon. Yeah. An autistic <laughs> representation. Yes. <laughs> And so, yeah, um, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of discussion to be had. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also since going back to fusion and how it's taboo, um, it's especially taboo with the character Stevani, mm, um, which I is I have a lot to say about Stevani. Yeah, they they are a great character. They're one of my favorite characters in the entire series. Mm-hmm. So since fusion is already taboo, Steven ends up fusing with Connie. Um, who is not a gym or part gym, by yeah. the way. I think this is, this is the first fusion where people are like, oh, Steven's capable of fusion as a half gem, which is... Yeah, and, but people are like, oh my god, you're fusing with a human? Mm-hmm. That's like unheard mm-hmm. of and all that. Um, and they fused into Stevani, which is canonically a non-binary character. Intersex non-binary character. Yeah, intersex way. non-binary. Um, but uh, the way Rebecca, the creator of the, the show or whatever... Um, the way that they m- spoke about Stevani was as like, as like the way to tell the story between Steven and Connie's relationship and like all the firsts that they're going through. I don't feel like she needed to, I think Rebecca uses she, they, uh, as far as I know, no, I think Rebecca sugar uses she, her pronouns. Okay. She, her, uh, but so, definitely not a woman, <laughs> just non-binaries yeah um but she she she's using the an intersex character or their intersexness as a as a plot point like as a tool to describe the relationship instead of just letting there be an intersex character and then letting yeah uh, steven and connie work it out not as a fusion or as a fusion that's not intersex yeah yeah that's that... like my only quarrel i guess yeah that's that's something that was i saw early on in the intersex community online where they're like they're tired of being othered um mm. instead of just like assimilating into society like just mm-hmm. being um because again like stevani is seen as some sort of like a, a not like basically like a taboo mm-hmm. creation um in in the universe and it's like it takes a while for them to get used to it 
and I feel like that that is not how intersex should be talked about. Um, but also, like, like it, it makes sense in the universe if you're mm-hmm, following the mm-hmm. plot point of fusion. But it does not make it's it does not make the intersex community happy. <laughs> That's from what I've seen. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where um, when it comes to talking about non-binaryness and non-binary identities, when it comes to people who aren't familiar with that, a lot of people will. Um, say there's literally like a non-binary sex category and it's being intersex and it's again using intersex as a tool to describe something else and to explain something else rather than letting just intersex be intersex which is Mm -hmm. i think what a lot of issue people had in the community the intersex community Um, there there is a redemption well not of intersex mm -hmm. but at least non-binary where um Oh my god, what's her name? Sadie. Sadie's partner Sadie, yes. after Lars gets sent off into sp- spoiler warning, but it's been out long enough. It's been out long enough. But like when after Lars gets sent out into space or whatever, Sadie gets a partner who uses they them mm-hmm. pronouns and it's just talked about as if like, oh yeah, this is my partner. They're great. Like there, there's no like big like this is my non-binary partner. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> the the thing is aside from that character um i don't think there are any other besides stevani the fusion and sadie's partner being non-binary yeah no they're that's like the only it's like it's the Mm. crumbs of representation which is why not steven universe is not the great place if you're looking for queer rap yeah that being said the foundations i guess i would say there but that being said um a lot of people in the trans masculine community um use lars who's the dude who gets rocketed into space he's a hide like a whole part of his identity from his parents and stuff like that and a lot of trans masculine people pinned him as trans masculine it was like that's my experience lars is transgender there yeah there there has been a he's been weird about his body when um when steven accidentally like became him or whatever that weird episode yeah there was there's a lot of like hinting that he could possibly be trans mm-hmm. but it was never confirmed so a lot of headcanons are like lars is trans mass mm-hmm. especially because lars is not um he's not like his super... legal name basically yeah i think also just in general one of my main like quarrels with like queer representation in media any in anywhere it's just they don't like to say gay or trans they don't like to say it um like you have a whole race of like sexless femme presenting aliens who are mm-hmm. gems and none of them are going to have to talk about, are you guys lesbians? Or, like, what? Like, that's yeah. a normal conversation that would come up. Like, and I it's, it's a fantasy thing. I'm it's sure we'll talk show. about this show this season, but mm-hmm. um, just to hint at it, <laughs> The Loud House has, yes. like, a lot of good lgbt representation that mm-hmm. just exists in the world mm-hmm. um as it does on planet earth mm-hmm. and uh it's i feel like the shows need to be more like that where it's mm-hmm. just like oh yeah here's my two dads they're gay mm-hmm. there we go like, um and not have it be like oh my god he has two dads or something like that right like yeah it's just like i feel oh, like his dad's i feel like everything just needs to sesame street it because <laughs> it's just like they they take the issue and they normalize it first and mm. then they'll teach kids how to deal with bigotry mm. um and like the, anything that might come across from that mm-hmm. uh and i feel like I feel like that's how things just need to be is like you show them this and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is a part of life. And then unfortunately some people will do this. So here's how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I, 
it, one, it's like really great to see all this like gay representation on screen, but the lack of trans representation is what is like, I guess, really, it's it's staying silent, especially with the state of the world right now. Filming this the first day of Pride Month, um, yeah, no one's thinking so. about trans people anymore. There's gonna be a bunch of cishet gays out here busting their asses at Pride, and trans people are gonna be left in the dust. I hope. That's not the case, but it's likely going to be the case. I'm going to be so loud this Pride Month. It's yeah. going to be very exhausting, but oh my god. Um, I feel like, yeah, there's like, I can't think of a show off the top of my head that has like a... Like a trans man or a trans woman character. Like, Well, I can think... Mm, I don't know. I have to do more research because, like, I haven't watched the, this show that I'm thinking of fully. I won't mm. say it in case there's it, false information. I'm just saying we can't think of any off the top of our head within our, like, collection of media that we have. Um, and that's a problem. So I can think of anime. <laughs> anime. Anime has us. Yeah. Um, I can think of really good trans men rep for anime, but I can't mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. of, like, Western cartoons. Uh, which it's... is ironic because Japan is not the best when it comes to lgbt stuff surprise someone snuck it in <laughs> i mean that's a whole separate conversation uh yeah but um i do well this doesn't really have anything to do with queerness in general but i really appreciate how steven universe future touches upon trauma because mm-hmm. like a lot of things that i see is like main characters just go through like traumatic things and be like, oh, it's nothing. I think is it the is it the um the second series that comes from this where he's like yeah that's at the doctor Steven Universe future. I don't know what they're uh, called. He's at, like at the doctor. He's like I'm turning pink, and she's like yeah, you need therapy. They, it's it touches on PTSD. Mm-hmm. It, like straight up, like your body is reacting to small things as if you are in survival mode Mm -hmm. like it straight up touches on ptsd how to deal with that like somewhat i mean like tv shows aren't therapy but like um and i i really appreciate that because i never see any protagonist Mm -hmm. deal with like ptsd I um, think they handle this in a very good way as well. Because, yeah. like, the, it's the physical, like, visible um, him turning, like, bright fucking pink to, like, signalize, like, signal... Bright pink. <laughs> signal, like, the fact that he's, like, physically responding to something. Um, yeah. He, and it was it was essentially just, like, he was having, like, a buildup mm-hmm. of stress and, like, other things going on and it just kind of and he's exploded changing shape <laughs> changing color like doing all this weird stuff and like the doctor's like steven you've been through a lot and he's like no i have to stay strong and i'm like steven take the advice Relax. of your doctor okay um on other notes away from trauma away from ptsd i want to talk about fluorite fluorite this is a fusion of a lot of gems and if we can take Garnet as a relationship between two gems, a relationship between how many, I want to say 16 or like 32 gems in the fusion of fluorite. I can't do numbers, so I'll flash on screen what actual like fusion number they have. But like, yeah, I'm trying to remember polyamory. We find, I should also mention, this is also the, the, the time where Steven brings Lars back to life and fluorite is oh, what those is this with gems the, the, are like off color gems. The um disabled gems? 
Um, like it's where, the off-color ones. That's what they're called. Like the one with that split in half and like the... the so yeah, the, the, the disabled. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually. That um, that, that's also the thing is like the disabled community is kind of split on that I partook mm. in this conversation with is like there's representation of like gems that are not um, what, your, what your typical mm-hmm. able-bodied gem would be. Um... Just very... I, I would i would i should mention as someone who has like a physical disability oh yeah thanks, we're both we're both disabled yeah um thanks rheumatoid <laughs> but like i didn't until you said it pick up that those were disabled characters that could just be me but like i didn't I'm... how not i don't know maybe i just wasn't paying attention but they were presented in a way it's like to oh. be fair you haven't watched the series through <sighs> <laughs> I'm calling you out right now. You haven't watched it all the way through. Leave me alone. I oh. just think that they were presented in a way that wasn't they they were presented in a way that was like, oh, we're off colors. We're being hunted because we're like fucking incorrect or something like that, right? They're How going do you not to not get disabled from that allegory. I can get a lot of things from that, but I'm not thinking about disability. Um Anyway, Which, uh, all I can think about is like disabled and like ableism mm-hmm. because they're hunting them because they- <laughs> because they're off colors, right? How are you not getting this, Alec? Leave anyway. me alone. Anyway, continue. I don't know what I was saying. Um, I think, um, but back to fluoride. Uh, I don't often see polyamory presented in media. Maybe it's just the media that I'm watching, but like especially in children's media, we don't really see a lot of like healthy multi-dimensional relationships that are like non-monogamous. Yeah, I mean, usually non-monogamy is taken mm-hmm. as a joke in media. Yeah, um, especially if like it's seen as like a, usually it's like a cishet male mm-hmm. with like two girlfriends, and it's like which ha, by ha, the ha, way is fetishization and lesbophobic. Not um, always, but if your man says he would be okay with you being with another woman, but not another man. That's lesbophobia, and you should run away. Um, and, <laughs> yes, a- absolutely. But like, um, I I feel like the only positive polyamory rep that I see is mm-hmm. like in short indie films mm-hmm. that purposefully seek out to make positive short films polyamory. about polyamory. Like, but to um, see it just not in a show about polyamory, like in like the like an average like setting. I don't know what that was. Yes, it's very good. Uh, going back to Steven Universe, um, we want, Universe. we want to talk about a, uh, a great pansexual icon. Oh, yes. Um, do, do you want to speak? This is back <laughs> to Stevani. Stevani, I don't know what Stevani's sexuality is. They're presented as more feminine, but I don't know, like, they're perceived as more feminine, I assume, by the people around them. Yeah. Um... Well, yeah, mm. I wouldn't be able to infer what sexuality they've been assigned, right? But do you guys know Kiki Pizza? Do you know Kiki Pizza? Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> great. Kiki Pizza, pansexual icon, dating anyone under the sun. But I don't have this in my notes. Did Is Kiki Pizza only pansexual because they asked out a non-binary or an intersex person or are they pansexual because they're pansexual 
I that's, know, but that's, I'm, I'm no, worried, no, no, I'm no, worried no. about the fact I'm that... I'm finishing your sentence. Yeah, I'm worried about the fact that they could have chosen the non-binary intersex character as, like, the other gender to conclude, like, that's, all genders. That, yeah, that's, that's what that was. was my first reaction, mm -hmm. um, is that, like, I wasn't sure if they were just making the character pansexual to ask out Stevani. Mm -hmm. Um... Instead because of, that, like, Stevani is bi. Stevani likes boys like, and girls. Like, for or, like, whatever. Non-binary doesn't have a mm -hmm. gender. It's non... It, well, I mean, it doesn't have a, like, look, is what mm -hmm. I meant to say. Um, and it's it could also... be, like, any gender presentation anywhere. So, like, for example, if someone is, like, uh, a, a lesbian could mm -hmm. ask out, like, a non-binary person, you know, because his lesbian is yeah. non-men loving non-men. Um... It's like they I'm just concerned that the pansexuality is only because of non-binaryness. And it would be biphobia that stems from, just to clarify, because bi and pan are interchangeable for a lot of people. They mean essentially the same thing to a lot of people, and a lot of people will use them interchangeably. Yeah. Pansexual I... has a bad rep because bisexuality is only men and women and only includes men and women, does not include non-binary, intersex, or trans people, which is why pansexuals also seem as transphobic because it's like you're not pansexual just because you are attracted to a trans person that's one of the few questions people will ask it's like oh you're a trans man does that mean i'm pansexual no if you like men that means you're gay e if you're a man i should i, I was gonna say like a, a cis or, or a straight femme trans man. you guys know what i mean you guys know oh my god anyway uh yeah just there's a lot. There's a lot coming on. There's a lot. Um, the good thing is, though, we have these labels, but you're only getting them after you're doing your little searches. I still have quarrels with not directly saying gay, trans, bi, pan, anything. Yeah, I would like to see more non-binary rep um, mm -hmm. in general that mm -hmm. are just existing. <laughs> um, and I mean, we're getting that. There's a lot of new series coming out mm -hmm. with like non-binary lead characters and stuff. They're still like, you know, white skinny non-binary people mm. which that's a whole separate issue but like we're getting there i just wish it was faster mm -hmm. um yes. i think this frustrates me most is because oftentimes like the don't say gay bills is more of just like out of sight out of mind and it kind of puts in like the opt-in opt-out you can choose to see queer or you can choose to not see queer um which is just like a tactic to keep like homophobic and transphobic viewers so they don't have to yeah. directly interact with queerness because queerness is not being stated out loud and like we have moments in steven universe where it's like oh why are these two gems dancing with each other romantically um but again yeah it's that episode was banned by the way like it was not shown in some parts if we were pearl and rose were like romantically dancing with each other well there's a center. lot of there's a lot of media that are banned across different countries mm -hmm. that are like very very much like mm -hmm. lgbt phobic mm -hmm. um yeah steven universe i feel like is the stepping stone that we all needed for like it kind of opened the door just to more queer media mm -hmm. um and of course, Rebecca Sugar being queer herself. Mm -hmm. um, I, didn't, I didn't even think about that. Still Hold controversy, on. controversial. I think but... the way it was portrayed is by, um, is Rebecca a lesbian? No. 
She wrote a show with a bunch of lesbians and isn't as lesbians. So. Well, hold on. I don't actually know her sexuality. I, but like, I'm re- going to assume that because it's a show with a bunch of queer women in it, it's because it was made by a queer woman. You I think, I mean? well, I, one, she's not a woman. But well, two. Woman, like, non-binary, you know what I mean? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I mean. I'll clarify what I mean. Queer woman means Rebecca Sugar still uses she, her, and still identifies as femme, and still, I think, uses women, but it's non-binary women. Well, no. She, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure she stated that she doesn't use women as oh, well, herself. But either way, has a bad Rebecca Sugar, um, stepping stone of like Steven Universe, opening the doors for like mm-hmm. a lot of more queer media. Um, because Rebecca Sugar has stated before that like she purposely made Steven a white or like a like light skinned, pale like character, mm-hmm. main character, boy character. Uh, because Cartoon Network probably wouldn't let them run as long as they did if the character was, like, let's say, like, a black girl uh, main character. They have a habit of canceling shows like that, so I understand that. Yeah, I mean, like, Disney with canceling the Owl House. I mean, we're also talk about that, but... <laughs> yeah, Owl House is in the lineup. I think I have, I have one more thing. Um... Uh, one thing I want to like mention is like a lot of stories are written to be gay and to not be queer. I think Steven Universe is very queer, but still centered to a gay audience almost. Do you know what I mean? Mm, elaborate. <laughs> it's not intersectional. Yeah, no, definitely like, not. It's, it's like the baseline, oh, gay people. And it's like, I feel like queer... This 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 feels kind of weird to say because it wasn't really that long ago, but for the mm-hmm. time that it started airing, um, especially during that like twenty twelve to like twenty sixteen Tumblr era, mm-hmm. um, I feel like it was pretty okay for its time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, definitely not the best. It definitely could have been better. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did help a lot of queer people come to and feel safe in their identities, mm-hmm. which is good um and then now we have like you know a lot more queer media thankfully like there's so mm-hmm. much that i can watch with queer media that i'm just like as a child would have loved um and now it's accessible to a mm-hmm. lot of children like the umbrella academy like i'm so excited for the next season yes. um yeah <laughs> that's all i got we'll talk about it in the next episode more about transgender representation in media and this time we're going to get away a little bit from the um animated perspective and we're going to take a look at my own personal project and what i'm doing to make the queer representation good so yeah tune in to the next episode as always you can find us at at into underscore the studio on instagram uh and is it just at into the studio on twitter i'm checking right now oh yeah just into the studio on twitter as well just at into the studio on twitter um and yeah our lovely podcast wherever you're listening to to have a great rest of your day night morning whatever (laughs) bye bye it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.